What's going on, everybody? We're back for another episode of the No Balance Basketball Podcast. I'm here with Steve Labano. Steve, what's going on? We're back, and we're here with New Hampshire primary updates. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, just kidding. Didn't want to talk about that, but... Yeah, I only talked about that because Russ said not to. Yeah, he no. showed me this funny-ass fucking senile Joe Biden video, and it was pretty funny. But we're not going to talk about politics on this podcast. <laughs> At least not today. Maybe in a couple of weeks when I feel a little bit better about the Sixers. Yeah, we don't want to scare we'll off any uh, any any potential uh, sponsors. <laughs> not yet, at least. Not yet, at least. Um, yeah. So... Since our last episode, we had the NBA trade deadline happen. Uh, a little bit of movement around the league. Um, I just wanted to talk about a few of the major deals that some contenders some, made. Yeah, some surprises, definitely. Yeah, so uh, we'll obviously hit the first one uh, that kind of broke, and that was the Timberwolves and Rockets, uh, as well as the Hawks kind of came to, like, I think it was like a four-team deal uh, total. There were a lot of players involved, uh, but essentially like the major pieces that were involved uh, were Minnesota sending Robert Covington, uh, to the Rockets, and the Rockets in turn sending Clint Capella to the Hawks. Um, we'll talk about the Rockets and their small ball approach a little bit later. We have like a nice uh, mailbag segment planned for the middle of the show. They've they've committed to no defense whatsoever. I mean, Cove is better. He's probably their best defender at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I him would say and PJ Tucker. He does fit their scheme better overall yeah. than Clint Capella. But to just like say we're not using real centers anymore, fuck it. Yeah, it, it's definitely bold. It's it's something yeah. that we haven't really seen before. But uh, is it bold and brash, or does it belong in the trash? Uh, we'll we'll we'll, fi- we'll see. We'll I think um, I think this might like be like the last ditch effort for Mike D'Antoni in Houston. Like I don't know yeah. how much more. Like they went out and got Russell Westbrook, yeah. and obviously like not having a traditional center it opens up the lane for people like yeah. Westbrook that want to drive to the basket, um, dunk on people, get contact. Harden as well likes to get to the rim. You know, Cred- if he's credit shooting. where it's due to D'Antoni for full commit to the no defense. Yeah, just, I mean, just, just, I mean, well, you know, it's what not I mean. no defense, but like defense is clearly not the priority. Yeah, the priority is three pace, point shooting yeah, and pace, pace three point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see. And like I said, we'll talk about the Rockets going small and how that affects their playoff chances and things like that in a little bit when we do our mailbag. James segment. Harden's going to play center, folks. Uh, he did the tip off the one. Yeah, it was yeah. funny as hell. That's like I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess like PJ Tucker's gonna take the tip, but he's kind of fat, so I don't. Robert know. Covington's their new center, actually. Like all jokes aside, yeah, I mean he's the new starting center. Center. They're playing yeah. with you know two guards and three forwards. They're not playing a traditional center, but it'll be interesting. Look, to if see. Ben Simmons has to be a point guard, guess what? <laughs> Cub is a center. Cub's a center now. <laughs> uh, the Grizzlies and he also reached an agreement to send Andre Iguodala down to Miami. Um, and Jay Crowder, I think, went in that deal as well. Um, the Heat were r- reportedly close to getting Danilo Gallinari, but um, I guess just maybe the Thunder wanted too much draft compensation or, or the player contracts didn't add up. Um, and, uh, you know, Justice Winslow goes to Memphis in the deal. Yeah. He's currently injured. His back has been giving him issues all year. Um, I think that when Justice Winslow is healthy, yeah, like it provides another young, talented player for Memphis. Yeah, because um, Justice Winslow is only like twenty three or twenty four. Like he's not that old yeah. nope. uh, in the grand scheme of things. So it'll be interesting if he can stay healthy. We we had discussed this, I think, at length when uh, when this trade news broke. I, I I mean, in the in the immediate, like, yeah, this is probably a, a good move for Miami. I guess if they if they think that they're truly like making a playoff push. I mean, they're playing well this year. Yeah, but 
long term, I think that Memphis is the clear winner of this trade. Like, I, mean, yeah, I, I, think, I don't know how much Iggy has left in the tank, and yeah. Justice Winslow is a young player yep. and a solid player. He's kind of an asshole. I mean, when we played him, like he's, he's sometimes a dick. you need an energy kind of an, an energy type he's guy. He's, he's he's a dick. Yeah. Say it. He's no James Johnson. You know, James Johnson, <laughs> who also was in the James steal, John- but I think that Memphis either traded him or cut him or something. Yeah. Um, but no, James Johnson was the biggest bitch in that series. Yeah. But um, like 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 you were saying, he's he, He's of that like he's of that that like Matt Barnes cut, you know, like, like yeah, like like just really that just like scary tats, <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, like, like yeah, um. Iguodala, like you were saying, we're not sure how much he has left in the tank. He has not really played this year. I didn't get a chance to watch their game the other night, but I think they play tomorrow, the Heat. Uh, so presumably Iguodala could get some run there. Uh, he also signed a two-year extension like after agreeing to the trade. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, like them paying him like 15 yeah. mil a year or whatever the extension is worth. Guys like to retire in South Beach. I guess. I mean, look... You might as well. I mean, yeah, if you're going to retire, you might as well retire somewhere yeah. warm. But Rest those old But like bones. I said, I don't think Iguodala really moves the needle as much as Gallinari no. would have. No, no. Because definitely. like when you have like Bam Adebayo, who is like the rim runner, but he can also pass a little bit. He does the rebounding. Uh, like having like a stretch four or five alongside of him that can like pull guys out, hit a three. Like Gallinari would have been a really good fit in uh, – Miami. I mean, shit, Gallinari would have been a good fit in Philly. You know what I mean? Like, I think that Gallinari, he's been like a proven, you know, three-point shooter, uh, competent defender. If, uh, if, you know, we had gotten somebody with a pulse who shot above like a 380, like that would be a a plus. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a plus. Yeah. Um, Speaking of guys uh, who don't shoot well, let's uh, move on to... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh andrew wiggins yeah uh another i wouldn't necessarily say surprising no um it may be surprising that the warriors decided to move on from him this quickly uh d'angelo russell going to the wolves uh for andrew wiggins and some draft picks um i think that this deal is 100 percent to satisfy carl anthony towns yeah and keep him around yes. i don't think that this is like a winning basketball move because defensively D'Angelo Russell yeah. and Carl Anthony Towns on the same team, and they just lost Covington. It, it's not it, it's not built for good yeah. defense. In um, the short term, no, but long term, keeping Carl Anthony Towns happy, I think, is more important. Yeah, honestly. but like, it, is he ever going to be a, a NBA average defender? Like, people get anywhere they want with him. But what are their options besides Carl Anthony Towns? Like, how do you... How well, do you, that's, how because do you ba- that's because they're yeah. run poorly. Yeah. I mean... But but at this point, do the Timberwolves... How do the Timberwolves get better? I think they might have Carl to go Anthony the Rockets Towns. route. And just go small. Cat's, Cat can shoot. Like, he's been shooting very yeah, well ma- this year. But the management is not that astute. I don't know, man. I don't think they have the foresight to build a... Uh, a roster that the way that D'Antoni I don't know. Does. Like they're, they're I don't best. think guys are going to go play in Minnesota. Oh, hell like no. That. So no. they won't. No. It's like like Carl Anthony Towns is just looking for his friend to come play with him and just yeah. keep, like put a Band-Aid on the wound. Yeah. Like I don't think D'Angelo Russell is that I like, great. I like D'Lo more than you do. Not by much, but I do. People acting like he's a, like a superstar level player is just is a little bit much for he's me. He's a good player. He's 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 solid, but like I don't think he's not he's selling like, sneakers. But he's no. Good. I would say that he's like a role player on a championship team. I don't think he's yeah. gonna be like the first or second best player on a championship team. 
And then you have Andrew Wiggins going to Golden State, which, again, it's one of our mailbag topics that we'll talk about yeah. in a little bit. Um, interesting, obviously, like the money matches up here because they both have like very ridiculous contracts. Um, there's a lot of overpaid it'll be, guys in the league, though. Yeah, I mean, John Wall. Like, there's a lot of, like, Al Horford. <laughs> there's is a Mike lot Conley of... Conley still on that? Uh... Um, I think so. He's on, he's on a Yeah, he's deal. on a wacky deal. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what Wiggins can do in Golden State. I think not being asked to carry the brunt of the offensive load will be good for him. Um, I think it's going to be like a Harrison Barnes type fit. Harrison Barnes was a lot better. Exactly. When he was on the yeah. Warriors. I mean, when you don't have to be the number one option, yeah. you know, you have two prolific three point shooters that are the number one option. And, or and one and two. Credit, Harrison Barnes has been a little, little better. You know, now that the uh, the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks are still kind of. I mean, bad. when he was in, not the Knicks, the Kings. Kings sorry. Yeah. When yeah. he was when Harrison Barnes went to Dallas and he was expected to be the, the yeah, guy. Was, yeah, it was poo poo. It was not good. Terrible move. Um, I mean, I mean, not his fault. I mean, he he took the money. Yeah, and I mean. It put Dallas in a position where, okay, Harrison Barnes is our best player where yeah. you can get a top pick and get Luka Doncic. So, yeah. I mean, in the long run, yeah. like, Dallas may be better and off for it. All they had to do was say, hmm, who's uh, dumb enough to, uh, you know, <laughs> to take this contract? And it was I mean, the they Kings. offered it, so I don't – I wouldn't – oh, you mean, like, uh, getting rid of Harrison Barnes? Yeah. 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 Yeah, the yeah. Kings were like, "Oh yeah, we'll take him. He's like the next Kevin Durant, just like Buddy yeah. Hield's the next uh, next Steph Curry." Yeah. That, oh, I like Buddy Hield, but he's. I yeah. like a lot of but, players on the Kings, but the, the Kings players, themselves are run poorly. Yeah, dude, Buddy Hield would be beautiful on the Sixers. Like Buddy Hield, Bogdan Bogdanovich, De'Aaron Fox. I was. I, I liked Buddy Hield in that draft a lot. Like he yeah, was a guy that like yeah, but he was like a slow burn. He took a minute to like you know step into his own, but he's like, you know, he's. You know, developed like more of a uh, a repertoire offensively rather than just being a pure shooter. Although he's a great shooter, yeah. But um, it's all about volume and percentages with three point shooters. And you know, when you're take when you're taking like nine or ten threes a game, like that's pretty good. You know, you can go four of ten every night. Like that that's that's yeah. really solid. You know, what I mean, it's it's twelve points pretty much per game, and then you know, fill the stat sheet, attack a closeout, yeah. Etc. He's he's a natural scorer. It's a good idea. Like the idea yeah. of Buddy Hield is good, yeah. but like it doesn't translate on the other teams besides the Kings. It would translate on the Sixers. Yeah, but I don't know the the didn't he just get paid? Is there I anything? think he did. Yeah, yeah, so it's not gonna happen. If but like theoretically, if he was next to Ben, oh yeah, like you that's can put perfect. any shooters next to Ben. Ben has if Ben has like one or two more shooters on this team, he's averaging a triple double. You'd think they would have picked one up at the deadline, but they didn't. We'll talk about the Sixers moves too in a little bit. Uh, the Knicks and Clippers came to an agreement. Uh, Marcus Morris goes to the Clippers uh, and Mo Harkless and uh, I think a future first to the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks, it's one of the f- few smart moves they've yeah. made yeah. Uh, yeah. in yeah. Like, yeah. the last year and a half. Especially astute move yeah. by the Kings. Hinky-esque. Yeah. Where like, you, play, or, you, know, you play a fine NBA player enough, inflate the stats, and then flip him for future assets. Yeah. And Mo Harkless isn't bad. Like I, I mean, I'd rather have Mo Harkless than a lot of other players yeah. that are on the Sixers roster. Yeah, or the Knicks for that matter. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he he instantly becomes like He's one of the, the top two player. or three players on the Knicks. It's <laughs> not going to be selling uh, Harkless jerseys. Harkless jerseys in the garden. Yeah, <laughs> the garden protector, Mo Harkless. <laughs> yeah. um, and then in a kind of odd mood, the Pistons just unload Andre Drummond for Brandon Knight, John Henson, and some second rounders. They, they, yeah. they, they didn't really get hardly any return. I think. Yeah. The, I think like moving forward, the Pistons. What happened to the Pistons? They were man? never. They were never really that good. Yeah. No, they weren't. They were like a mid-pack team at best. You know. Yeah. Like an eight seed. Yeah. Like an eight seed. Yeah. And 
Van Gundy goes, well, well it kind of starts with him where Stan Van Gundy is like the basketball operations guy and the head coach and ends up bringing, you know, Blake Griffin in on a stupid yeah. contract yeah, like the, the, late in his career yeah, fool's or gold. later in his career. Fool's gold. Um, and then Blake of course, Griffin. like Blake is now like hurt, like the knees and the back and He's all that stuff. Hurt, man. Um, but yeah, Andre Drummond no longer on the Pistons. He goes to Cleveland. Um, so now you have Kevin Love, Andre Drummond, and Tristan Thompson all on the same team in Cleveland, which is like, like what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. It's just like two not well-ran franchises like just trading assets with one another. Like I don't think that like the Cavs aren't all of a sudden going to become a playoff team next year. Like their young talent is fine, but it's not like the next level. And maybe with like a year of practice under their belt, guys like Colin Sexton, uh, mm-hmm. Darius Garland – and then now with the addition of Drummond, like maybe they scratch and claw and like are in the mix next year. But I just don't think it really yeah, but, makes but that much. But they're better. not attracting anybody to come play with. Oh them. no, no. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron being the hometown guy, like that was always the appeal. Yeah. And like LeBron was the guy. It was maybe just this around is their pl- Maybe this is their pl- to bring to LeBron, LeBron back. back. LeBron's gonna win a ch- win a championship in LA and then come back to the Cavs. That would actually be like a pretty big dick move. That would be a like, huge flex. Yeah, like I I um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there would be any like bigger dick move than like saying I'm going back to the the Cavaliers and winning another championship. All those guys would have to like re unburn their jerseys again. <laughs> like that's actually that, that honestly, if there was like some some like low key like Nike money coming under the table, like look, we're gonna need you to like go back one more time just for the money to sell the jerseys. Yeah, I mean LeBron bringing a championship to Cleveland. I I don't think that Cleveland is that hungry for a championship that like they don't you know what i mean like i don't think there's a appetite to be fulfilled there are there any right other now. like you know stories that they could possibly muster up in that in that miserable town i don't think so the browns are are confirmed bad again yeah. um it, it the, the browns like being like getting that, all these that good was guys the momentary people... distraction from the sadness of losing <laughs> yeah. lebron yeah it was like, like oh, lebron's beckham. gone but wait a minute odell beckham is here jarvis landry is here baker mayfield is good but dude, he's really not dude, Jar- <laughs> jarvis landry was like underperforming on the dolphins like being like far and away their best player was underperforming like he was like a slot guy he just got a, a shitload of targets yeah like what's his name um Who's the receiver that stepped up big on it? Sorry, we're like cutting Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. Yeah. Like when like, you're you're the only option, really. Like of yeah. course you're gonna get. Yeah, it's the same thing in basketball where like you're the number one option for a bad yeah. team. Your numbers are gonna look yeah. all star level. But but Devontae Parker like was sick this year. Yeah, like he statistically the, he for fantasy Eagles. reasons, he brought the Eagles in this. Uh, yeah, I started him in fantasy. It broke my heart, but like I won that week <laughs> because I started him. Yeah. So anyway, we're we're. Uh, you yeah, know. we're segueing into football. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, how. Yeah. Football is Can over. you tell that I miss football? Because I did. Hey, the XFL, Steve. Yo, Derek and I actually were watching. And we, we went yeah. over We went over to the bar and watched an XFL game. What's your team? I, I don't even really know any of them. You need teams. to pick a team. I don't know any of them. Blindly pick a team. I don't, that's, it, that's what we did. Me and Derek both where, blindly I don't pick. even know like what cities they're in. Um, oh, shit. All right, well, my team is the St. Louis Battlehawks. Because that's the coolest name. <laughs> that's fair. Also, also... 
in their locker room celebration after they won their first game. They they had a locker room celebration for winning a game. Um, <laughs> That's <awesome>. They were <laughs> they were cracking and spraying Bud Light seltzers all over the locker Dude, room. Dude, that is okay. the XFL is lit as fuck. If you're not watching the XFL, I implore you. Okay, then it will fill the based void. on what you've told me, and them being the only team that I know, I will also become a fan <laughs> of the St. Louis yes. Battlehawks. Yes. So I have as a, as a XFL free agent. I have announced my team allegiance nice. on this podcast. Yes. This is an exclusive. This is the Seltzer. This is, <laughs> yes. this is an exclusive. <laughs> yeah. I'll text Eric after the show and let him know that you've picked sides. He's a uh, uh, New York Guardians fan. Is that just like a proximity thing? Like since New York is the closest um, to where he oh is? Oh, man. I forget. Uh, no, um, McGloin is the quarterback. Matt McGloin. Yeah. That's why. He, yeah. That, I think that's why he went um, He went with the Guardians. Interesting. Been, been, okay. Let's Matt, get back to Matt basketball. McGloin. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to basketball. Uh, let's talk about the Sixers. So at the deadline, the Sixers uh, traded a bunch of second-round picks to the Warriors. Uh, they got Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks, uh, two solid guys. I don't think that they're, like, great, but they can play a role on the team. Alex Burks played his first game last night against – who do we play? Oh, the Clippers, duh. Um, and did a little bit of pick-and-roll stuff. Uh, so having, like, a ball handler who can make quick decisions – uh, obviously, the idea of that is great uh, next to Ben and Joel, uh, even Al Horford to an extent on like a pick and pop kind of action. Uh, it was nice to see Alec Burks getting some minutes. Uh, he kind of like absorbed the Neto Burke, uh, Trey Burke uh, backup minutes. Um, and then Glenn Robinson III, who's been active off ball, uh, willing to shoot, attacking closeouts. Uh, those guys both looked good in the first couple appearances that they've had. And obviously now, like going into the All Star break, they'll have some time to hopefully watch game tape uh, and get an idea and a feel for what uh, the Sixers have been doing offensively and being able to add another foil or element into it. Uh, in the same transactions, the Sixers uh, traded James Ennis to the Magic for a future second round pick. Uh, they waived Trey Burke and Jonah Bolden. Yeah. Uh, and they converted uh, Norvell Pell's two way deal to an NBA contract. Yeah. So a, a few moves at the deadline for the Sixers. Like, nothing, right, nothing yeah, crazy. Right, like whatever. I didn't expect them to like go out and like trade for like trade a starter for a big piece. Um, just content with, you know, a couple tweaks and you know yeah. go from there. They 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 kind of felt like I mean, I liked I, I liked the 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 minute moves that we made, but it felt kind of like kind of like a pitter patter, like just kind of do something. You know, like, cause I, you know, it, it's like weird when teams like don't do anything. So they, they kind of had to make some moves and I, I was kind of over Ennis to be honest. Yeah. He, he had somehow like managed to play himself out of rotation. Yeah. Um, I think some of it was like, just like yeah, somehow Mike Scott hadn't, I mean, Mike Scott is playing himself out of rotation. Now yeah. Too. I, I think, I think that, he played like five minutes. Yeah. Last I think night. I really think that Glenn Robinson should just take all the Mike Scott. Yes. Minutes because I, I love Mike, Mike Scott, Scott, but he's playing like absolute ass. Like yeah. it's, it's hard to like watch. Some of those shots are off off. Yeah. It, it really is yeah. painful. Like some yeah. nights, like the, sometimes like percentages are like the percentages look good, but then like you have the eye test and it's like, man, this fucking yeah. hurts to watch. Yeah. Where sometimes, like, he'll either get beat defensively, he'll get out-hustled for a rebound, the shots won't go in, and then it's just, like, at that point, like, you're a net negative. Like, you're not helping. Um, and if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Yeah. Um, we did have a few excellent Furkan Korkmaz games, uh, which were, which what an were great. Enigma. What an enigma, Furkan so Korkmaz. Weird. 
a guy who can show up and drop over 30 points two nights in a row, absolutely ball the fuck out. Like, yeah, he, he even said, like, I was just making it rain out there. And then d- disappear <laughs> <Yeah>. entirely. <laughs> like, like he, d- d- how many, do we know how many minutes he played? Uh, I'd probably say, like, probably 20, 20 to 25. 25 minutes. Um, like, that's nuts. The, the Clippers, I mean, obviously, like, him being hot, kind of, they, they had a guy on him yeah. at all times. To be fair, Richardson was, was the hot hand. Yeah, last night, and I mean that's good that we have someone else who can. Yeah, so so I wouldn't I, I wouldn't like say like oh like you know why did Furkan you know like yeah like, I think it was like, just nah, the level it's, of it's, competition was higher. Yeah, and like him starting like they were able to game plan for it. Yeah, and they just kind of put not necessarily yeah. Paul George but yeah a big long body on him. Just overall in this last like three game stretch really highlights the need for real floor spacing with this team yeah floor spacing and ball creation yeah. are, have yeah. always been the or like yeah. on ball creating because i, I, always I, been I think it's pretty clear at this point like what this team looks like with and without jj reddick in the lineup oh, like yeah. obviously the shooting spaced the floor so much better like you know yeah. changed the pace of the offense and but, like the dribble handoff stuff worked so well yeah. with him and joel yeah but then defensively like we're we're nuts yeah i would with, say with that like losing Josh richardson yeah, in the like starting losing, five losing jj reddick who was exploitable on defense. Yeah. You know, if the shot's not falling, then he's a net negative, and it's yeah. not worth having him on the floor. Whereas someone like Richardson, the shot's not elite, but he's willing to shoot it and will play defense on the other yeah. end. So, like, it just kind of makes up for itself at that point. Um, same thing with Korkmaz. Like, his defense isn't... It's okay. Yeah, but it's there's effort there. Yeah. Like, with Redick, like, he didn't have the size to contend with point guards. Korkmaz is a little bit bigger. He has a little bit of length in his like upper body that he can at least kind of stay yeah. with and contest people. He is a long boy. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's he's a bit of a slim jim, but yeah, I mean, I would just like to see him. Shout get, out to like, Slim Jim Social Media if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> I see you comment on every like meme Instagram account. Like, like they'll be on like 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 grape juice boys. Like you'll see like Slim Jim, really? the official Slim Jim account, like commenting on like meme pages and shit. Well. It's funny as fuck. Uh, anyway, back to Sigurd, sorry. <laughs> That's my area of expertise. Okay, is, let's talk about Joel Embiid, Steve. Joel, so, my, my, let my me, son. Let me just my give my you, troubled son. Let me just give you a timeline of what's been going on. Can, can I can I just, like, preface this? Sure. Like... I think you're you're the you're the the Ben Simmons stan. I'm the Joel Embiid okay, stan. Then this this then this this is perfect. Joel Embiid is well, actually no. Ben and Joel are both like my like Ben is my lock screen wallpaper. Or no, it's the other way around. Joel's my lock screen wallpaper. Um, I got Jay Richardson. I got Jedi Josh Richardson oh, as you. my lock screen. I'll show you. And you got Ben with the angry dunk. I got face. Ben angry dunk as the wallpaper, but then you got your baby boy. And I got Joel. Oh, he's actually shushing. Yeah, shushing, wearing the mask from that playoff series. Interesting. The black mask Joel was like one of my favorite forms of Joel. (laughs) Okay, so let's run down the timeline here. Sixers lose four in a row on the road and then come home. And in the pregame introductions, Brett Brown, Al Horford, and Joel Embiid, there's a smattering of boos. Philly is a booing city, just in general. And like they've always been... If you are not performing to the expectations that you've essentially set for yourselves, you will hear you'll hear from the fans. Yeah, um, Boston is a city yeah. that's like that too. Yeah. Ju- we're just very prideful. Yeah, sports cities. And, and, Chicago, and, and, and we're not talking about like like necessarily underperforming. We're talking about like 
not it's performance based it's expectation it's effort yeah expectation effort is, effort. The, is the biggest deciding factor of do philly fans like you yeah like are you playing and like i said boston and 100%. chicago are two similar yeah. similar yeah like blue collar blue collar like feel bunch yeah. of depressed alcoholics you yeah. know <laughs> like, yeah, for sure um so the one night against memphis we see al horford hit a three and shush the crowd the next night against chicago Joel hits a three and shushes the crowd and then appears to say, shut the fuck up. I don't care. I really don't give Yo, a shit. Like, I mean, are, as much shit as we, they are, hear are, are, are about we, themselves, yeah. I don't they can say whatever the fuck they want. Are we gonna sit here and then, you know, go with the double standard that, you know, they can't have emotions yeah, you're about right. like, you know, the environment that they work in. This is their job. You know, imagine like if like if you were sitting at your desk, like working on a spreadsheet, yeah, and like you know, some random person com- comes, comes up, up and exactly. says, "You fucking suck." Yeah, fuck you. It's and like, I think a lot of people will immediately jump to like, "Oh, but they're making thirty million dollars a year, and I'm making this." Like, I just I don't know. Like the money yeah, aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, but they're not like they're not like, like what they're being put through. They're not in like political office. They're like entertainers. Yeah. At the end of the day, sports is sure. entertainment. Um, it's it's not like. They're not coming to your house and, like, you know, taking food off your table if they don't do their job. Yeah. But people yeah. get upset. That- Un- unless, you, unless you, like, you know, like, print T-shirts for a living, in which yeah. case, like, you know, I won't knock the hustle. But, I think um, people just are like, oh, I make X amount of dollars and I work hard to do this. But these athletes don't need to work hard and make the money Which anyway. is wrong. Which um, is, yeah. Like, these guys, like, you think Joel Embiid, he's 25 years old, has had knee, back, Face, hand, all these injury issues. He has to be in some sort of pain almost every day. Yeah, and is like playing through it Dude, for the I, most part. I, I have a fucked up knee, like from just being yeah. like an out of shape white guy. And <laughs> yeah, he, like, he's let me running you, around for like you know thirty five minutes yeah, a night. Yeah, like like I, in a high high I, adrenaline. I, I, I have to wear a sleeve to like to walk to my office job, like on my knee. So yeah, like, I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, and um, then of course like the national media. Local radio, local radio, just they're, they're all, all the all the shit takes like ninety four. Was uh, it WIP? WIP. Yeah, like Angelo's those a fuck fucking face, morons. Yeah. Like Angelo's a fuckface. I, no, I, all they do is talk shit. Like like they don't have anything else better to do. They don't provide any like. So you can criticize the team. Like I'll criticize. You know, you know, we both you know criticize the team when when we feel like it. Where mm-hmm. you know. Like I'll criticize. Yeah, Joel. I, cho- I like, choose. Like, like Joel needs to stop. He needs to get in the fucking paint. Like I say that all the time. Yeah, because that's that's how I feel. Um, and but, part part of that, I want to just really quick bump in. Al Horford was removed from the starting lineup and put to the bench, which was the right move. But just th- think of Al Horford; he's a bigger guy. He likes to be in the paint. Yeah, having someone who's a more perimeter player immediately opens up space for Joel to operate inside. Yes. So like Al Horford not starting and Corkmaz starting, who's more of a perimeter shooter, dribble handoff. Opens up the lane for Joel. He immediately goes down to the block and gets, you know, a quick bucket. Is able to start off aggressive and get the offense rolling to start yeah. the game. It just makes more sense. Obviously, paying Horford twenty-five to thirty million dollars yeah. to be the sixth man is not ideal. Yeah, it's not my money. It's yeah. not your money. Yeah, it's Elton and Josh Harris's money. Like I don't give a fuck what they spend with this money. If yeah. Josh Harris wants to pay the luxury tax, we'll pay the luxury tax. They should because they sell tickets. 
Yeah. I'm of the opinion that any team that regularly sells the, out the, arenas yeah. should be in the luxury yeah. tax. We we are almost always in the top five or ten yes. teams in attendance. Yes. In Philly. So. Yeah. Same as baseball. Quick aside. Like, I, I, We're I, talking about all sports tonight, yeah, motherfucker. Right. No. I, I argue with motherfuckers all the time about salary cap in baseball. Like, people want to say, like, 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 I made the argument one time. I'm like, if you want to win... Spend money. You got to yeah. spend money to win. Red Sox. How do you think the, well, the Red the Sox? Yankees, they did trade Mookie Betts. How, how do you think the Yankees win so many Dodgers. World Series? Or the Do- well, the Dodgers don't win them, but they yeah. get there. Yeah, they get to the World Series, but that's another story. But how do you think the Yankees have won so many World Series? Yeah. They Willing spend money. They are oh, they are in the luxury tax like nine out of every ten years. Yeah. Um. They they throw money at like literally like anyone the, anyone on the market who like will make the team better. And they can, and they make money. Yeah. The same way, like like Philadelphia sports all make money. So mm-hmm. when I find out, that maybe not the Flyers. I don't know. You would know ooh, better than I. No, I mean Flyers are weird. Like, like I feel like their attendance has dropped off. I just don't think it's as yes. It's, it's not as lit as it used yes, to be. From because they're not a playoff team. Well, hopefully well, they they, are. they're a perimeter playoff team. They're they're not like there's no like hope right now. <laughs> but they still but they still make a lot of money. Like, although I actually haven't been to a Flyers game this year, so they don't make they don't make your money. Not right now. <laughs> I, I would go to a Flyers game. I just haven't been. I, honestly, see the, the reason why is I normally get like free Flyers tickets, like because like I know I know a lot of people with like season ticket packages, and like last minute if they can't go, like people will just be yeah. Like, I remember hey. Matt hooked us up with tickets. The yeah, one. that's probably yeah. the last game I've been to. That we had those dope ass seats. Yeah, those were so crazy. They, <laughs> they were like caps game. Yeah, they were like ten or twelve rows off the and, ice. And Matt hooked us up with a uh, with parking, the parking pass. pass yeah, that so was we don't think we're gonna have to pay parking. <laughs> oh my god! Shout out to Matt. That Shout was, out to Matt. That was. I dope. love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> let's go to a Flyers game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's take a dive into the mailbox. I got a bunch of good questions from all my friends in the fantasy basketball group chat. So I appreciate everybody reaching out. Um, I'm gonna add Steve to the group chat just because. As an observer and as someone else to talk about basketball, I think it would just add to the conversation. So, segueing kind of from the Sixers world, we'll talk about the Sixers for a little bit longer. Uh, Jordan asked me a question about Josh Richardson, and I wanted to open it with a quote from Brett Brown uh, earlier in the year uh, when he was asked about Josh Richardson. Uh, quote, I think he is the key to this whole thing. He can space and he's a slasher. He's slippery, he's quick, he has got wiggle, and there's something about him that is just different he's than slippery, the rest of the he's guys. He's quick, he's got a big wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so Jordan's question was, is Josh Richardson really the key to everything? Um, I think him, him meaning Josh Richardson, uh, being hurt earlier in the year, um, and more recently both with like separate hamstring issues, um, it, it's easy to forget about his impact in those games where he was here. Um, he does do a little bit of everything. He he shoots. He's a willing shooter. He can attack a closeout. He can dribble. He can drive to the basket. He's able to create for his teammates. He can get to the line. He's uh, you know a, a solid ball handler. He's good at defense. Um, I think him just being able to pick up the slack on both ends of the floor if someone is not playing well, I think it's really important. And I think that you know, down the stretch here, as long as he's able to stay healthy, we'll be able to really sense the impact that he has on games. Um, and I think that he's going to be able to continue to, to help us in a positive way. So. Any any thoughts on Josh Richardson? Uh, I, I would like to add that, like, Jay Rich is, like, an attitude guy. Yeah, he's an energy guy. He's an energy guy. Sure. He's an attitude guy. He's got a, a certain level of, like, baseline confidence that he really I would also say from. leadership. 
Yeah, you well, know, he, I think that falls under confidence. Yeah, he, like, he, he's like one of the newer guys on the team, but he did kind of like lead the players only meeting. Yeah, um, and I think it, I think it, it is like the Miami culture um, that you know he's coming from, and you know being in the league for a few years uh, in their system. And Eric Spolster is a good coach. Yeah, he is a good coach, and there's a reason why he's still with Miami despite them not being you know top tier contenders every year. Even if he does have fucked up hair, his hair is fucking awful. It's okay. It's so bad. Um, but like yeah, so greasy hot dog Jordan, salesman. that was that was a very uh, very good point to bring up uh, about Josh Richardson. Jor- Jordan's one of my best friends, like since middle school. Like we go we go way back. So uh, kiss smooch. Well. So little, little kisses out to Jordan. Nothing gay, uh, about, Jordan, nothing gay about kissing your homies. Jordan said a bunch of good questions, and so we'll kind of revisit them as we bounce back and forth here. Uh, so Steve Paul, another one of my friends, he's a Celtics fan, so he can fuck right off. <laughs> Been wanting to say that shit for weeks. Uh, Steve asked, who in the Western Conference is going to come out on top with the eighth seed? Uh, so in our notes here, we have the seven through 11 seeds in the West. Uh, in order, they are Dallas, Memphis, Portland, San Antonio, and New Orleans. Steve. Who's coming out of the Western Conference in the eight seed? Memphis. That's gut. That, that that's, that's gut. That's off the rip gut. Um, I I I, mean, I think they're an, an easy first round exit, but I think that they've got that youth momentum. They're. I you don't think, think they could beat. You don't think they could beat the Lakers like twice? They could. Well, then it's not an easy exit for the six games. Yeah, you know that would be a, that would be a tough be a that would be matchup. a tough team to play first round. I think they will not get through the first round. I don't think so either. But I think they, they will. Have, they, they will take a team to like six games probably. Yeah. And they have youth yeah. on their side. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say. Okay, I'm gonna say Portland because I think that Lillard is going to just absolutely explode the second half of the year. Yes. And put his team in a position to to come away with it. Um, not that I don't think Memphis is good, but obviously they do have the youth factor, and I would really like to see Portland sneak in because we know that in the playoffs, when it's time, it's game time. I, I would put Portland 7, Memphis 8. I don't think Dallas makes the playoffs. You think Dallas falls? I think Dallas falls. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Luka and Porzingis, their numbers like without each other are better than they are with each other. Yes. Um, and they both are having injury issues. Luka with the ankles, Porzingis with Lord knows what this time, whether it's the knees or the back or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see that happening too. Porzingis is just not a he's he's just not a gamer to me, man. I don't think that. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'm think, not a huge I, Porzingis fan. I, no, I'm not either. Um, I don't think he he truly has it in the tank to um, to be an anchor at you know at power forward yeah. center. Yeah, I think the one thing I will that. say, is, like I said, I do think that they you know Portland will make it to the playoffs. They will have to go on a run at some point. Um, watch out for the Pelicans because. Zion, I feel like mentally and in his camp, they want him to win Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to go fucking ballistic the second half yeah. of the year. Or okay. not even the second half of the year, the final third of the year. Yeah. Does that put him over John Moran in the Rookie of the Year? No, you know, running? I don't think so. I don't think so, but do vo- like do voters think so? And like so far, like Zion played, what, two games and was in the Rising Stars game? Like, Well, of course he's in the Rising Stars game. He has to be. I'm just saying, like... He's the first overall pick. Of course he's going to be in the Rising But after game. playing two NBA games, though? I'm just saying. Zion, I think, is going to go crazy. Yeah, but that was another one of our questions from my buddy Roy. Yeah. Um, has Zion lived up to the hype? And I think so far, signs are pointing to yes. But I think that, like, the ceiling for him 
I'm just, I'm just the better gonna, he plays and the more athlete, like in game shape he becomes, the more dangerous they are. The Pelicans. I'm going to double back really quick. Um, I just want to acknowledge the supreme disrespect that we just had for Greg Popovich and the Spurs. Just like I, I, all the teams were just like, nah, it's not. It's not the San Antonio Spurs. I just don't think so, though. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I just think I it's, hate to say it. Yeah, it's time. It's time. A lot of people say uh, Greg Popovich should retire. I say Greg Popovich should coach the Sixers. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> He's the greatest you know, coach. You know, I, He's I the have best been, active coach in the league. I have been very Arguably off, the best of all time. I have been very off the fire Brett Brown bandwagon. And, like, do I understand the inevitability that if we lose in the playoffs that he's leaving? Yes. But, like, my I biggest thing is always I want Brett Brown to change. Been, I want him to change because I know what he does well and I like what he does well. Yeah. But, and we also discussed this earlier, he's not a yeller. No. He's I not, mean, neither is Pop, though. No, but Pop's like kind of scary, and like you respect Pop. Like, like Pop, also, like Pop, Pop doesn't put up with um, like like the insubordination lack of yeah. and lack of effort. Like that's just not how he like. He's he's a little bit scarier than Brett. He's a quiet. He's scary. more intimidating. Yeah, yeah. He's more like a, like like you know like some hockey coaches just like have never smiled in their life ever. He reminds me of a hockey coach in that way. Like he's not a yeller, like a laviolette. But Lavi was a, like he, he was a yeller. Lavi like was a yeller though. Yeah, I, I used to go to Flyers practices and like, oh yeah, he's a yeller. Yeah, dude, Lavi La- La- can La- cuss up a, a storm. Have you ever seen the videos of Lavi Yellet like getting in, like shouting matches with um officials? Uh, no, with the Penguins head coach. Uh, it was in like 2012 or 13. Yeah, like he literally climbed over the boards and was screaming at him. <laughs> That's awesome. Peter Lavi is here's another quick aside from basketball. Uh, Peter Laviolette was um, one of the greatest Flyers coaches of all time. That and is true. the fact that we jettisoned him off into oblivion. Um, I like Vigneault. He, he's actually been really good. Russell is indifferent towards hockey right now. Dude. Don't. Sorry. Like, like when, when the Flyers are good, don't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't say I didn't warn you. Um, because you won't. A say couple it. years you, away. You won't say it because it won't happen. A couple years away. But. Um, um, so yeah, Roy had mentioned about Zion. So thanks, uh, Roy. I appreciate you throwing a question out there. Um, he also has another. Boy. He has another one. Um, should the NBA change the logo to Kobe Bryant? I'm gonna say no. Ooh, all right. And it's not for. Crack my knuckles. It's not for the face. reasons that most people would think, like the Colorado stuff. It's not about that. I just think that like, I just don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll do it either. Um, but I can see them doing it for the monetary gain of having to resell all of their jerseys with yes. the new NBA pack. Shout out So, Nike. like, maybe they will do it. I don't think they will, Shout but maybe. Shout out corporate America for milking it on the <laughs> death of a father and, and husband and beloved figure. Um, no, so I actually, um, why not? That's what I'm saying. Why not? Like I said, I don't think they will, but I think the monetary right. gain of so them doing let, it, they let, will do I'm, I'm going to look at it from the from the scope of, okay, Jerry West, Mr. Clutch, is the logo, right? If Jerry West says change the logo. Jerry West, logo. he did say change the logo. Jerry West never wanted to be the logo. Like, he's like, I don't want to be the logo. He's collecting the check, ain't he? Yeah, but he doesn't want to be the logo. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he doesn't need the money. He doesn't care. Dude, he's old as fuck. He's also... Maybe when he dies, he'll he, change the He's logo. also still employed. He's still making money. That's true. He's still working with the Clippers. So... Um, I don't see any reason not to. 
Um, also, Kobe was more successful than Jerry West. That is true. More impactful, more culturally important than Jerry West. Um, so for that reason, I would say, sure, why not? Hmm. Why not? That, that's my official stance is why not make Kobe the logo? There's, there is plenty of other guys who I would like who are less important than Kobe at this point that I would say would have made a better logo than Jerry West anyway. If they changed it every ten, they should change the logo every 10 years. I that's not my choice. Maybe Adam, you know, as all of like the proposed league changes, like rule changes and shortening the season and the playoffs. Why can't I propose <laughs> league changes? I don't cuz you're not I'm an a investor. I own a a Fanatics <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers jersey. Um <laughs> That I know that they made at least a an eight hundred percent profit on. That's at true. Least. Their margins on those are stupid, even on the cheap ones, because you know I don't have the stitched one because I'm broke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on uh, into the mailbag here. No, but wait, who do you think should be the logo? I mean, I don't, I don't care if it's Kobe's the logo. Who would be your pick for the logo? I'm trying to think of like an iconic position. <laughs> I got one. All right. I, I so, know mine. I know mine. Right, I got but one. You, but let me hear All yours. Right, my, my proposition for the logo is Giannis using his off arm to push away a defender as he goes to dunk the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's my that's Commi- my yeah. committing an all Giannis yeah, committing, committing an offensive foul. Yeah. That is okay. my bit. My my logo is the uh is the Shaq two handed dunk with the tongue out um from the side of the Shaq sneakers. Like you remember when he I know dunk, which remember, remember when he like you know how he, he, yeah, he would he hang would on the rim dunk and hang with the legs up yes. like crotch in your face yes right and um oh, he who, would like who, cock slap you yeah, yeah who was it who like he basically like just whipped his dick into their mouth when he dunked on them <laughs> <laughs> and then he like started a fight I think it was a dude on the Pistons I'm gonna look that up real quick maybe that that takes too long don't look that up uh, we'll talk about it, it on the next uh, podcast. yeah yeah I, I do want to do a disrespectful dunk. we're gonna do our own version of Shaq and a fool where we're actually <laughs> where we just react to old Shaq clips and no I do. In the future, I do want to do a disrespectful dunk top five. Ooh. So keep that in mind as we're moving Disrespectful dunk top five. I like If that. Sean Kemp's not in it, your list is invalid. So keep that in mind. Sean, Sean Kemp, like, by default gets on the list. He is a cocky motherfucker. I love Sean well, Kemp. He was just so, so, like, diesel. Like, he was, like, a dude. Like, there were certain guys that, like, not only dunked with style, but with just, like, just mean dunks. Yes. Sean Kemp is one of the meanest dunkers. Like, there are, and th- in there are, turn, disrespected his opponents with it. Yeah. Like, Dr. J was, like, a flashy dunker. Correct. But it was normally, like, in, it was in, in like, a graceful way. Yes. Like, he wasn't, like, a rhinoceros dunking we'll talk, don't talk. Don't don't ruin all of it's our good dunks. Sorry. Don't it's ruin a great all topic. of our great dunk takes for it's a, a future topic. podcast. We'll worry about it. Alex Caruso. Fuck him. <laughs> Dude, just disrespectful. There's nothing more disrespectful than getting dunked on by a guy who looks like he works at Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> this, just like posterized oh, by the assistant supervisor of Radio Shack. Okay. So a couple more mailbag things. We talked a little bit about the Rockets and going small. Uh, we also talked a little bit about Andrew Wiggins um, and like not being the lead option, which should be beneficial for him. Uh, so our we have two more questions here from Jordan. Uh, the first is, let's say that somehow you find your way being the general manager of the New York Knicks. How how do you blow it up? <laughs> Literally blow up the entire season. All right, so we are going straight to the G League. Like we are unabashedly tanking. We are relegating. We are not, We're we, being relegated to a different league of the basketball. The New York Knicks will not make any money for at least one year. But that's not true because people will always no, show no, up. No, no. Here's the thing. All right, well, profit, right? Okay. So they will be so bad that it will be like comical. To see the Knicks. You mean like the Sixers? 
Yeah, like back when, like, like I, I remember spending like I think twelve dollars to see the Sixers in. Like, I spent two thousand twelve. I think we. Story. I think we. Did you were you at that game? Were they, where they played the Hornets? Did you come? With yeah, us? I think we might have. Yeah, went. I think we. It was like Derek's birthday or something. So we no, I don't Sixers think so. I didn't because I didn't know game. Derek then. Maybe that was a different one we went to. Maybe I went to I a know. few, a lot of cheap Sixers we, games. We we went to a game against the Wizards one year. Uh, and my mom ripped her pants on yeah. the Wells Fargo Center seats. <laughs> I think you told me this. It was yeah. it was eight dollars per ticket plus fees. Oh it was dirt cheap. And my like I think the pants that my I mean, mom that's... ruined cost more than the tickets yes. for the Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, easily. But yeah, easily. I mean I guess like if, if I'm the GM of a rebuilding team, I mean Hanky gave the blueprint. You know what I mean? Start yeah. all young guys, get assets, trade those assets or attract a free agent, and go from there. So I mean, the, Hanky, like I said, Hanky wrote the book on the three-year rebuild. Um, what so about th- like, that? Would be my plan. What about like a reverse structured contract where you're making like where you you attract like like a like a maybe a mid-tier like all-star free agent where you offer them like basically like three quarters of your total cap, right? Just something absolutely like so like un <laughs> like unturned downable. I don't know if I don't know if the yeah, you actually, no, you're right. Yeah, that's that. not allowed. Yeah, like there's like yeah. an individual player cap. You're right. Yeah, that's like it. That's what I would. That, do. That's to if prohibit I, if, I could, tanking. if I could break or, or, the rules, or at least break, uh, cut down on tampering. spend all your cap tanking. on like Tony Roten. I love Tony. <laughs> Tony Roten, Roten, Roten. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, like I, I, I think I would find it hard not to just do the hinky playbook. Yeah. I don't know. New York is still New York. I think like they could attract someone. Honestly, is it Giannis? Probably not. But while you're tanking, like, why not like have fun with it? Like, oh, yeah. change your mascot to a pair of Tims. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I mean, what else better do you have to do? Dead ass B. Sign Spike. Yes. <laughs> Sign Spike, Spike to, a, to yeah, a He's just starting. Yeah, put him on a ten day. Have him start a game. You're telling me that you couldn't sell tickets. To a game where, like, like literally go full Flint Tropics, right? Yeah, I think if we, if All they gimmicks. went full comedy factor, that they could they could do it. Yeah, don't you wanna love like, you sexy? <laughs> like hire yeah. an animal to be the head coach. No, no, oh, you, you've like seen a bear. Semi, you've seen you you've seen Semi Pro, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, like where Jackie Moon fights the bear. Yeah, but have the bear be the coach. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, go Semi Pro two comedy factor. Acquire assets, attract yeah. a free agent. First huddle, he like mauls uh, <laughs> Frank Nilakina. <laughs> oh man! Uh, we freed up some cat. Better hire another bear. Okay. <laughs> Last question here from Jordan: Is Devin Booker a winning basketball player, or a Western Conference Zach Levine? No, that's hot take. <laughs> that's hot take. No, that he's not a winning basketball player, or or just you're not answering um, yes or no. I'm you're actually just... I'm actually kind of kidding. Um, I don't think so. I in the right situation, I think in the right situation, I think yes. Devin Booker is a. I think he is a really good second option. Correct on a team. Um, Same I thing think with he, Zach Levine. Yes, like not as expecting a, him to carry a, the offensive load is not feasible. Yeah, no. But there's no way he'll win with with Phoenix because Phoenix has run so poorly. No, I mean it's the same thing with Bradley Beal in the Eastern Conference, who in a in a situation as like a second or third guy is an all star. He is yeah. a needle swinger from good team to championship caliber or contender well, team. John, John Wall's like out for the whole he's year, on, right? He's on this fucking stupid max contract. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think he played for the last like year and a half, really. 
Yeah. I don't even know if well, he's in game shape. Like I, I really don't know what John Wall's doing. You watched uh, um, Game of Zones, right? No. Really? No. Really? You never watched? I've game seen of like Zones? a couple like clips. I've watched here and every there. episode of Game of Zones. That shit is so hilarious, and it's all like really, really like factually funny. Like, like they them making fun of the wizards was hilarious. Like, um, I think it was like when they were trying to attract. Um, it was the episode where they were they were um, focusing on Kevin Durant's off season yeah. decisions, and they had all the teams like trying to court him. And the wizards like pitch was like funny as fuck. I'll like, have to go back and watch them. Like, but like my only thing is that, that they're one. like they're like time, yeah, sensitive. Where like. There's, Everything they, is time sensitive. They like, are, but they're still if you funny. don't if you don't watch it when like the topics are relevant, it's not. I still as funny. think they're funny. I don't know. I still think I'll have to check funny. it out. But yeah, I think like Devin, Devin Booker is like a good basketball player, but like he needs to be like not the offensive workhorse that he is like at Phoenix. Yeah. And like he's putting up great numbers. Bradley Beal putting up great numbers. Zach Levine putting up great numbers. But like their teams suck, and like they don't yeah, have that. that they yeah. don't have like a top. Michael Carter option. Williams put up good numbers it, for it Orlando. Yeah, it doesn't mean Orlando is a great team. What do you mean? He put up good numbers for the Sixers. Oh, you're talking. You're going back. Okay, understand. Oh, he also. Yeah. No, he he's still pretty bad with Orlando. Yeah, Orlando's <laughs> Orlando's fucking like Vucevic is their They're guy. Weird. Like he's yeah, their star. It's such a weird. It's so weird, and like the lack of depth in the East is That's like why Markel Fultz looks okay now because he's on a bad team. <laughs> I'm happy You're not for wrong. him. You're not wrong. I'm happy. I am happy for Markel Fultz that he's like um, not out of a job, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in the camp of we made the right choice of moving on. Yeah, I think so too. It was just a sideshow. Yeah. At a certain point. Okay. All star game preview, and then we got a little surprise at the end of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So basically, for the all star game, not so much previewing the game. I don't really. It, 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 it's we, just a we, fun we, exhibition. We, we've discussed the uh, the lineups previously. We're just gonna give our, our thoughts on yeah. the um, on the sideshows. <laughs> yeah. So I have three point contest, slam dunk contest, and skills competition. Uh, I have the contestants, and then Steve and I will just kind of like pick our our winners of them. Um, so first, you want to do three point first? Sure. All right. So three point shootout contestants. Uh, we have Devonte Graham from the Charlotte Hornets. Zach Levine from that, the Chicago Bulls, which is just a just a, a gimme. So Chicago has somebody like to yeah. see. Uh, Duncan Robinson of the Miami Heat, uh, Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks, Buddy Heald from the Sacramento Kings, Davis Bertans from the Wizards, Joe Harris from the Nets, and Damian Lillard from the Trailblazers. So, so this three point contest is like fifty fifty of like guys I actually want to see. Actually, no, I, I'd say there's more guys that I actually want to see, but like. It's I, like I said, volume. Yeah. How many threes do they shoot a game, and yeah. what percentage do they shoot them at? Yeah. And I think they have enough like interesting guys for it to be a fun yeah. thing. Joe Harris is the defending champ. Um, he shoots at like a 40, 42 yeah. percent. Yeah, Joe Harris can shoot. Um, I mean, my, all these guys can shoot. My obviously. pick personally is Bertans. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go Buddy Heald. You're going Buddy Heald. Interesting. We'll see. Like I said, I mean Lillard obviously fucking he could he gets hot he gets hot. But. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah, with Bertans. Same with Buddy, but I like his delivery, and I think it'll – I don't know. Trey Young's got – Ice Trey's got swagger, though. Yeah. Do you think, like, that Trey Young will, like, have the set up further away? 
So they're like longer. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe. Like there's, he no, has, there's no rules he has like against set that. up at the logo. There's no rule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess as it's as long as it's behind the line, it's really wherever you're comfortable. The three point contest is it's a decent lineup. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's fun. fun. Uh, in comparison to um, the dunk contest, which, in my opinion, uh, fucking blows. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and um, this off. Yeah, Dwight Howard? <laughs> we're, we're still on that? We're on Dwight Howard? Okay. Uh, Derek Jones Jr.? I don't even know who the fuck Derek Jones Jr. is. He's, from the heat. He's on the heat. Yeah, we, we he actually, has bounced. You know he what? has bounced. That's the, the funny thing is, we actually like talked about this beforehand, and you told me he was on the heat, and I forgot between like <laughs> it's been an hour, and I forgot already. He has he has bounce. He he, he would be fun. Aaron Gordon, um, it's like great. We've got worse Blake Griffin. <laughs> like okay, sick, and and Pat Connaughton. Put back Pat. Yeah, put back Pat. Okay, um, but my pick is Derek Jones Jr. And and I get it. I know like I'm sure there's a lot of guys who they invited who turned it down. Sure. Don't want to be in the dunk contest for whatever reason. If A, they're, they've got no creativity, which <laughs> makes sense because these guys are athletes. Um, like, you know, I, I'd say like maybe one out of every 20 like like star athletes has like a streak of like creativity. And like everybody else is just like a, a ball. I'm going to jump I'm over something. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like something tells me like, like Ben Simmons doesn't go home and like paint, you know? <laughs> like... No, actually, I know he goes home and, and like plays like Apex Legends and PUBG and PUBG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, did you see the uh, that slam uh, video like showing his like gaming setup at his house? Is it cool? It's dope as fuck. That's good, I guess. Shout out to the P- gamers out PC there. PC Master Race. That's another <laughs> thing that I love about Ben Simmons. Oh, he has like a, a dope PC setup. Oh, he dude, he's got like. I think like eight PCs like in a room like all Holy set up. He's shit. got like his specifically. This is mine. He has like a Sixers chair and shit. That's kind of cool. I guess. Like, um, oh, I'll was, have to go find that because that he, sounds cool. His um, oh man, his like gamer tag. It's um, oh shoot, it's like he has like a really cool gamer tag. I forget what it was, but it's like he has it in like neon like like wow. like fluorescent lights like in his like gamer space. Like it's very like that's he, pretty cool. He also has like a candy like kitchen. Next to his gamer room. So he's got snacks, yeah, he's Skittles, like, and shit. No, in this interview, he's like, I don't even eat this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'll have to watch he's it. Like, like, not, he's not like this stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> like, so so who is your pick for the Slam Dunk Contest? Oh, my God. Um, what the fuck is that noise? I don't know. Oh, it's the sump pump. Hell yeah. <laughs> we got an appearance that, from the sub pump. The sump pump is my pick for the Slam Dunk Contest. <laughs> Um, because it's the most interesting choice. Um, it's the wild card. No, like genuinely, like uh, I'll go put back Pat. Um, Just for the sake of being different. I he's the he's the most like I'm angry. visually unlikely to win. I am so I angry think that win. Dwight Howard is in this competition. Why? Like it's like God <laughs> and Aaron Gordon. Like like I, I think. I, it's Zach, the only why, thing he's good at. It's the he, only thing he's no, good at. That's now, why. And here's the thing. Why the fuck isn't Zach Levine in this? I don't know. Why? He should be in every skills competition. Just to just make, boom, boom, boom. make the Chicago home crowd happy. Zach Levine does every skills competition. I don't know, man. I'd rather see him than than literally any of the other guys in the contest. We'll I, I get that it's hard to get guys I'm picking Derek Jones Jr. Sure. Just because, just because I insulted him by not knowing his okay. who he was. Uh, finally, we have the skills competition. I already know who my um, choice So this is. is a little bit of dribbling, passing, shooting. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, so we have Patrick Beverly from the Clippers, DeMontis Sabonis from the Pacers, Chris Middleton from the Bucks, Jason Tatum from the Celtics, 
Bam Adebayo from the Heat, Spencer Dinwiddie from the Nets, and Pascal Siakam from the Raptors. Yeah. Steve, who is your pick? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you to guess. Your pick is Patrick Beverly. Yes! Because he's a dog. He's this a is dog. Not, this this, is un, a, this Skills competition is a dog competition. This unfortunately, you got to dribble. This, unfortunately, is not a defensive competition, so I don't think that Pat Beverly <laughs> is going to win. Um, there should be a defensive competition. I, I'm going to go with Tatum won it last year, so I don't know that I want to pick Tatum. Um, but as far as like just dribbling, passing, and shooting, I think like between him and Dinwiddie, like those are the two that I trust the most. So I'm going to say Dinwiddie just to Dinwiddie's be Dinwiddie's the different. most boring pick, but okay. I was actually going to say probably Adebayo. That'd be fun. I like Bam. The only thing is, is like he does have to hit a three, and I think he only has like one or two on the year. So. Yeah. I, I would also like to say that um, I think this is where Chris Middleton belongs because I don't think he's a true all-star. Um, <laughs> I think he belongs in the skills competition. He has um, to be able to showcase his talent. Yeah, way. his talent at being an accessory to Giannis. Um. All right. Well, that is our show for this evening. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to it. And again, thank you for all the support. Um, it's been fun doing these. Yeah. So this is, the, I mean, I think we've said it before, but this is again, this is a, uh, this is this is a labor of love. We just like to do this for yeah. fun. For me, it's therapeutic because like I can talk about basketball and like a safe, <laughs> it's my safe yeah. space. Yeah, and not get yelled at by your dad who yeah. thinks they should uh, trade the farm away yes. for um yeah. for like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> to trade Joel for like Drew Holiday. Yeah. Every old head wants Drew Holiday back. <laughs> um, so, again, thank you for support. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Steve. He has some closing remarks yes. that he would like to touch um, on. So, it's like a cause that Russ and I uh, feel really, um, really strongly about. Um, and uh, we're actually starting a GoFundMe campaign for uh, Nick Wright's. Uh, not look like a hairless weasel anymore surgery <laughs> so you can uh, actually check the episode uh, information and we're going to drop a link um hashtag uh <laughs> nick wright is a weasel um <laughs> thanks for listening guys uh and have a, a lovely evening